come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org. It's the Alexandra and Friends podcast, and we're covering the everyday issues of life, health, and wealth. And as always, we have a great panel of experts with us. Here is your host, Alexandra Fincher. Hey, everyone. This is Jose Gillian, the owner of All House Barbecue, located in Louisville and Carrollton. You can find us at allhousebbq.com, and we are the proud new sponsor of Alexandra and Friends. Come and see us. Welcome to Alexander Friends 660 The Answer. The show is brought to you every Saturday night by Roberto Pires, Miller Title, and our podcast is brought to you by Old House Barbecue, Mr. Jose Guillen, and we'd love for you to listen to us every Saturday night at 10 p.m. And if you don't listen to our podcast, this evening we have an amazing guest that you are just going to love to listen to, but we're going to listen to the Pledge of Allegiance from Josephine Clark. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Wasn't that sweet? She is absolutely the cutest little girl you've ever seen. This is Alexandra, your host for the evening, and my co-host is Courtney. Good evening. Hi, Courtney. Good to have you. You look so beautiful. Oh, thank you. You feel good? I feel good. Yes. You're going to give us any update? Um, Well, let's see. So I think it's been intermittent that I've been here with the whole tummy tuck muscle repair lipo procedure. And I had my follow up this week Mm -hmm. and they have dissolvable stitches that evidently take three to four months to dissolve. And they're just not dissolving in my body. And they pulled one out the size of my thigh yesterday, yesterday, the other day. And so... Yeah, it was. Ladies and gentlemen, she is being very serious about this. <laughs> yes, I have a picture of it. Yeah. So I've been Are carrying we it put around. It on our website? Well, it's in my wallet, and I've been carrying around and showing anybody because it's it's impressive to think that that was there. So yes, it's gross. But I see our producer's not doing he, well. He's turning he's he's not, that's his not his now. thing. Yeah. He's um, turning red. <laughs> and I got clear to start working out, so that's Ooh. exciting. So yeah, well, it's how all does, good. How are are there men? When oh my God, other guys! What did they? What did they tell you? You I, look awesome. I mean, Billy. I can't walk in front of Billy no. because he has to make inappropriate comments. No, oh. inappropriate. <laughs> Billy. Factual. Well, the, our factual. Next, our co-host, Mr. Billy Tatum. <laughs> oh, hello, everyone. It's a good segue. <laughs> yes, yeah. a good segue. <laughs> well, Billy, tell us a little bit. What do you think? Does she look beautiful? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah? I like Billy. Billy's a very. Uh, yeah. Why not? He, he knows. He loves women. Look. Yeah. So, Billy, tell us how are you doing? How was your week? Very good. Celebrated my 40th over the weekend. Oh, well, happy birthday. Were 50. Happy birthday. I know that's what some younger people say. <laughs> you look very handsome. Thank you. Did you get any good 40 birthday gifts? Mainly a lot of cake. I don't know what people were thinking. They know I cut a lot of that out, but I went ahead and ate it all. Are you are you coming out of a midlife crisis or do you feel like you're going into one right now? I think I oh, came that's out a good of question. It. Oh, good. Yeah, really? I have an old soul, so I got that out of the way quick. Very so good. anything, any news that you can share with us? No. Uh... Just moving along forward in life. That's awesome. That's it? I can't tell you anything else. Oh, top secret stuff. Top secret. Ooh. How about you, Courtney? Any hot dates? No hot dates. I just, there's no time for that. I know you kind of follow stuff on social media, oh, but yeah. I mean, I'm a crazy person trying to work two jobs and run these kids all over. And I've got a girl's trip coming up. I'm taking a vacation and I'm not bringing either laptop. I'm super excited uh, about When are you going? Lies. Uh, oh, that's right. I'm not going to be here the week of the 20th to the 24th. <laughs> 20th to the 24th. And somebody notified. Just, just, just so you know. Yeah, somebody, uh, where's Candy? Where's Candy? Yeah. <laughs> I may so be back for going? the show. I'm, of all the places, I'm going to San Diego. Oh, oh my gosh, her face, Alexander. Listen, I had, a, I had a girlfriend whose husband recommended San Diego. I said, oh, gosh, California. Yeah. I don't know. But then I started looking it up, and um, we found the cutest little Airbnb in the historic district of Ocean Beach. Ocean. And then we are doing the kayak through the cavern tours with the sea lions and the seals. They have hydro bikes where you bicycle on the water on little pontoons. Yeah, I've seen those. We're hiking Tory Pines. We're going to La Hala. So it's it's good stuff. It's going to be a good time. So you're not in the state. See, Billy, where did you go for your vacation? I just went a few hours north, Bokenbo. Bokenbo. 
Oh, I thought you had gone to Cancun or something. No, oh, that was, was a work trip. That it was, was April, yeah. That was April? No, I was so, up there to Broken Boat, took my boat and a few friends and just okay. hung out in a big old cabin for the weekend. Well, ask me, have I been to vac- on vacation? No. 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 I've been so busy. My business, thank God, has been extraordinary. I just I just got um, selected as one of the top 100 agents. Ooh, so I'm very excited. And that's my third year doing that. This is with the broker or no, this with, is with state? Uh, Texas, Texas Amazing. Monthly. And uh, you know how that works. So you have to have the numbers at the end of the year. Which, right. How much you made. <laughs> that's what they look like. <laughs> but it's an exciting time of the year. There's uh, real estate is changing tremendously. Yes. We have a very special guest. So I'm going to bring you in because you are a realtor also. And this is a Miller title uh, show. So I want to introduce Tracy Clifton. Hi. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Tracy. How are you? I'm Who good. are you with? I'm with All City Real Estate. Um, oh. Which is all over the state of Texas, but our brick and mortar office is in Highland Village, and we um, identify mainly in Southeast Denton County. What kind of are you residential, commercial? We do everything: residential, property management, commercial. Um, I primarily stay in the residential market, um, and I and I do a lot of property management. Do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. something I just never have enjoyed. I, I don't do leasing. I don't do property management of any kind. I, don't I love it. I love How it. it I'm going to start referring you all because I have so many. I just give referrals back to wherever. With I the property it. management, how is that going with just everything that's crazy right now with renters and five times your income and the increased charges? I mean, are people just mad? I'm, talk to us a little bit about that. Well, it's cha- it, it, we're in a shift. Mm-hmm. Definitely in a shift. Things are shifting back to... Um, a more, especially as the rates rise, um, the it's it's not necessarily cheaper to buy than it is to rent. Mm-hmm. So um, as things are changing for the sellers, things are changing for the property managers as well. So I think we're going to see a little bit, um, a, a little bit, and there's more inventory mm-hmm. than we've seen in the last five years. And so, um, yeah, it, it is starting to come. Um, it's it's not like prices are dropping. They're not dropping, um, but the stipulations are are lowering, and the tenants are not up against five other people trying to get the same property like so, they have been. And this is something too. And I follow a lot of these groups in social media, but. Um, you know, people are like, I can't get qualified to rent because of this, even though I make more than enough money, they're getting hit with X, Y, and Z. I guess, are you able to kind of tell people moving forward in their life and trying to get set up? Like, what are things that impede them in trying to get into a property? Mostly what impedes them in trying to get into a property is a lack of rental history. Mm-hmm. Um, we can deal with almost anything. We we understand a bad credit. We understand, um, you know, situate divorce. De- what death, about like criminal disease. and stuff like that? Um, it, it, that is just finding the right. That's just finding the right landlord mm-hmm. because a lot of landlords, you know, make a pledge that every one of their properties is going to have um, a background check. And then some of them are like, you know what, that part. The background check doesn't doesn't matter to me. I just need to make sure that they can pay the rent. So you really just have to find an agent that's willing to go the extra mile to to make the calls before you go out and look at places to know what the qualifications are. Got it. How did you survive through the COVID and people didn't have to pay sometimes the rent? How did you all do that? That was what really beat me down. I just ooh. Our, I was fortunate that the majority of my investors were also in a situation where even if their tenants did not have to pay, their if their properties were not owned outright, they were able to go to their mortgage companies and do the exact same things that the tenants were doing, go into forbearance because their tenants couldn't pay but the mortgage. But they still owed the, the amount that was put off to the side where the renters, they never really had to pay that, Right. They should have paid it. They didn't always have to do it. But because the mortgage companies did an extraordinary job on um, what's the word called modifying the loans at the end, it truly did not affect the landlords as much as it could have as much as on the ones that did not on the ones that did not pay. We were really, really fortunate that the majority of our tenants um, managed to pay something. 
um, not always all of it, but managed to pay something and did the best that they could. And, you know, and then we were able to work with our, our finance companies, um, to do modifications in order to make it reasonable for our, our landlords. Everybody's just got to work together. Mm-hmm. So you do, a ma- how many do you manage? Right Properties. now I'm not managing anything, but I've got to pick it back up. A lot of investors during COVID started managing their own, you started dropping those costs. They did? Yes. So, uh, you're, so you manage it yourself. You take care of leases and everything? Yes, yes. I've managed myself upwards of 8 to 10 properties. I will oh. not take any more than 16 because I'm, I'm, I'm the lone ranger. I do have an assistant, but it's just me. And me too. Yet you have me to too. be realistic because I also have buyers and sellers. And, um, you know, and even though I love property management and you have to love it, you know, you do, do it. you do, you do, I, I'm vicious. I, I don't, you know, I, I just can't do it. But uh, so tell us a little bit about you, your family, your husband. I, I know you have a wonderful husband. I, I do. You. I have a firefighter husband who's been with uh, the city of Carrollton for 24 years. Um, I've been in real estate for 22 years. Um, what's your, what's your license number? Zero four seven six seven two two. I'm zero one nine seven two. Ooh, <laughs> I know. You know how on the MLS you can see like ooh, especially when you get that on paragraph six D when they write single family residence and you're like oh, uh-huh. why did but you write that? Yeah. There? And then you go look at their license number and you're like mm. I love it when I send an offer and this agent calls me. He didn't do this. I said oh my my license number is zero one nine seven. What is yours? Zero seven zero five. Oh, oh, right. Somebody That's told you so funny. <laughs> oh, so it I never, lets us know. I didn't think of that. It really but, does. It lets us know because if they're done in order, mm-hmm. the, they, yeah, the license so numbers fun. are done in order. I, always, I love to do that. Uh, what did you? What was your license number? I'm sorry. Zero seven. Oh, well, how long have you had your license? <laughs> Four and a half minutes. Four and a half. Do you have any children? I've met a lot of those. I do. We have like six or eight children. We do uh, buy one, get one free. Six or eight. Six or eight. Yeah. We did buy one, get one free. I mean, I mean she's, she sounds like you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you, we you stopped have counting after a certain blended. point? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, and then pl- my husband and I were both married before. And, you know, when you have kids for 14 or 15 years, just because you divorce them doesn't mean you lose those kids and so yeah. i got two grandbabies this week awesome <laughs> and yeah one, Boy, one both of you South are Dakota, just on the same Kansas. level yes 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 <laughs> how old are your children um they range from 28 to 12 okay how old are yours uh courtney 29 to 12 Wow. Mm-hmm. What an amazing. Sorry, 13. He turned 13. 13. Oh, he's bas <laughs> mitzvah. <laughs> so uh, what is your, what else do you do besides real estate? Do you, I know your home is gorgeous and you Thank must be, you. do you do designing also? I do not. I do not. I have a degree in photography from the Art Institute of Dallas. And mostly, um, mostly what I do is, is run a photography studio believe it or not, um, number one for my client events and number two, so that, so that I can volunteer. So I volunteer at church, um, to do, I photograph the baptisms, um, at church. And then I volunteer for an organization called now I lay me down to sleep. Well, we're going to talk about that on our, on our second segment, but she just had my pictures done. She just said that. And I automatically just started to like, yeah, get a little worked up. Because, I've been going through their website. I'm like, yes, why am I here and so today? just to kind of give you a brief description of what we're going to talk about, it's regarding infant demise. Oh goodness. Okay. Would you repeat it again? Infant demise. Infant demise. Oh. So what we do is we offer gallery portraiture for families suffering the loss of a newborn. Oh, get your tissues ready for this oh. one. Alexandra and friends, brought to you by Roberto Perez with Miller Title and Old House Barbecue. You can find us on Facebook at Alexander and Friends 660 or on our website, alexanderandfriends.com. And today we are speaking with someone very special who started a very special program. Um, you didn't start this? I didn't start Oh, you didn't start it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I thought this was, was your thing. No, Cheryl Cox. Oh, okay. Well, and go ahead and tell Tracy us about Clifton. it. <laughs> Tracy Clifton. Yes, sorry. Yeah, it was actually started by a photographer and a, and a lost mom in um, Colorado. And um, the story, when she tells the story, it's it's incredible. Um, they had a son, Maddox, that um, was given an incompatible with life diagnosis that they were unaware of until he was born. And um, they were getting ready to remove support when her husband said, wait a minute, I, I want I want pictures. And he looked at, you know, they were they were in a children's hospital. And so he saw these beautiful images on the wall and he called Sandy Puck. And um, he called her office and they were her pictures. And um, 
he said, I, I need a photographer at the hospital. And the receptionist said, um, you know, she's booked, obviously, because he needed her right then. And um, and he's he said, you know, can can we call you back tomorrow and schedule a time? And his response was tomorrow will be too late. And um, that receptionist stopped for a minute. And um, I think she noticed the, the stress in his voice. And actually went and got Sandy Puck, um, who wow. was going that night to, I believe, her daughter's birthday party. And um, Sandy got on the phone, and Maddox's dad explained what they were about to do. And Sandy Puck rescheduled her evening, and that was the beginning of Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep. And um, and so the that beautiful image is on uh, the front of our website, and, and what you see is Cheryl holding Maddox, what you don't see is um, there's a nurse uh, underneath a black, uh, a black background, still, uh, still doing the uh, compressions um, right before they, right before they removed support Wow. on Maddox. Oh, could you tell us again the name of the organization? The name of the organization is Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep. And the website is nowilaymedowntosleep.org. How did wow. that name come to be? It's pretty, pretty I good. I don't know how the name, I don't know how the name um, originated, but yes, it is, um, it is certainly fitting for, for what we do. Um, in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, I am the area coordinator. Um, I was just on the Dallas side covering four counties, approximately 80 hospitals, with a team of six photographers. And um, we had another area coordinator on the Tarrant County side who has just recently stepped down. And so um, now I have eight counties and approximately, I don't even know how many hospitals now. And um, we've got six or eight photographers on the Tarrant side. We've got six or eight photographers on the, on the Dallas side. And, um, and more, calls than, uh, more calls than we can cover. Really? Right now. Wow. So I, I'm just curious, do people get referred to you in these cases by the hospital? So as the area coordinator, part of my job is I train um, the hospitals and how to reach us. Um, the best way to go about getting one of our photographers in the door, um, what to do if one of us is not uh, if, if one of us is not available to come because our our um, all of our photographers are, are volunteers and they all have full time jobs, and you know babies don't babies don't pass uh, according to any kind of calendar or schedule or when it's convenient for for anyone, and um and so basically we just reach out to this group of photographers that we have and and say is anyone available to take this call and how how quickly um can we get this how quickly can we get this call covered, Tracy? How did you get started on this organization? I mean, you had to really want to do this. You know, it's it's kind of funny. Um, for me, I was uh, with a friend who um, had lost her first grandchild and brought me a picture of a baby in a casket and said, is there anything you can do to make this picture not look like a baby in a casket? And I said, I'll do my best. And so I took this picture and with Photoshop, you know, just did as much altering as I could and took it back to her, and that was her first grandchild. And then her third grandchild, she lost as well. Oh, my and goodness. This is from the same her same daughter or mm -hmm. a different daughter? Yes. Oh, my gosh. And um, their, their second grandchild lived, but the third one passed as well. And she showed me these beautiful images. And she was like, look at these pictures. And I was like, oh, my gosh, who did this? And she said, it's a volunteer organization called Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep. And... um. I went home, looked it up, and pretty much God said, you do that. And I said, okay, because I, I mean, I would have never signed up to take pictures of babies that have passed. That would have, I would never would have thought that that would have been something I could, could even do. Mm -hmm. um, but the, for whatever reason, I just knew that I was, God equipped me to do it. And so I was capable of doing it. And you know, and I actually feel bad when people thank me for for going to do it because I, I'm do it's obedience. God asked me to do it, and so right now that's the purpose He's created me for, and so it's the joy that I get by serving these by serving these families 
um, I, I need, I don't, we don't need thanks for doing it. We, we do it because offering this gift that for, to this family, something that they will have forever, that they that nobody else can give them. Yeah. Nobody else can give them this. They'll be grateful a long time. Right. And they'll know. have it, they'll have it forever. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of photography is a remembrance. It's a legacy for them. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Mm-hmm. Wow. I had a, how long have you been doing this? I've been doing it um, for 12 years. So I, this, you may have, I had a friend who the, uh, she went in for her appointment. It was like seven, eight months. Everything was fine. She comes home, can't feel the baby moving. So she delivered the baby and she had pictures all over the internet, which that was my first experience with that. Like I would have never thought that I would see something like that. And then they had a full blown funeral for this baby in this tiny pink casket with photographer at the mm-hmm. funeral and the whole thing. And it was like the most awful, awful experience. And so I'm not equipped <laughs> to deal with any of that. But um when we're when we're off air, I'm gonna ask you. I'm wondering if maybe you were the photographer that had handled that. But ooh. It's, it's it's possible that if it was now I lay me down to sleep, it was either me or or my team. I do about ten percent um, of the calls, especially on the Dallas side. It was probably eight nine years ago too. And mm-hmm. and back then we only there were only four of us mm-hmm. um, covering a lot a, a large area. But but the reason that that this is so very very important, especially for mom, is mm-hmm. because she literally mom literally goes home with a hole in her body. Mm-hmm. And having these images are the only thing that makes this real. And people, um, people say the darndest things. Um, aren't you glad it wasn't your other child? Aren't you glad it wasn't what? your three years old? Yes. But who it, says that? No, they need yeah. to be smacked it or not. <laughs> Some but, people but, don't know how to react. Right. right. And, that, things, and that's yeah. the whole thing. Having these photographs is the only thing that makes it real. Having them black and white. The reason that all of our pictures are black and white is because black and white um, uh, brings uh, color, brings expectation. Uh-huh. Black and white brings memory. And so it there's a there's a psychological reason behind why our pictures uh, are always are always black and white. Um, and then also too, a lot of these moms end up in the same grief groups. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be really, really careful that our gift is standard o- overall because you know, I, I might have a photographer like me that, you know, that takes 36 calls a year and I'm doing my level best to get the pictures out to mom and dad. And I might have a photographer that takes four calls a year and she can do a slideshow and she can do announcement and she can do all of this mm. stuff. But we, we're we not allowed to do that because we mom's already lost her baby. We can't let her feel slighted as right. well, you know, by by somebody else got something more than she got. I think that it's definitely a calling that you have to, uh, nobody signs up to say, I want to photograph dead babies. Nobody signs up to do that. But when they come across it and when they're moved by it, that's where we are just begging for people to act on it. You know, when they are moved by it to act on it, because we are so, I have two calls right now that at two different hospitals that I don't have photographers to, to cover like right at this moment. Wow. wow. Just, just think a life you, a moment was alive and then you're taking a picture of a dead baby. And you volunteer that. <laughs> and you yeah. volunteer. And, and I pay, we have to pay to be members of the organization. Really? Mm. <laughs> it's well, it's, it's worth it though. Because yes, it you're, is. you're really bringing, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, this might be the most altruistic thing I've heard of. You know, you, you hear that word all the time, people doing things for no reward, but this is like, well, I is, think this I, is something I else. see this as, and I'm going to bring this up because I love, I think life is God gave you, God gave you this calling. And to me, every ounce is alive. So you are bring you're leaving the parents something that they could not have otherwise. And that to me is worth a million. Yeah. And if more people did that, lives would be saved. Um, when when parents are first approached about this, if they haven't thought of it, if somebody brings it up, how does that conversation go? Typically, the way we train our uh, our nursing staff, um, it starts typically with L and D, mostly with L and D, and then um, NICUs, PICUs, um, which are the the ICUs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
usually we go in and tell them that there's a volunteer organization that will take images of the um, of your little one uh, for you to take home with you and have afterwards. And would they be interested in the nurse calling to see if there's a volunteer available to, to take those uh, to take those images? Do they pay anything? No, it's all it's a gift. It's a gift that we give. And they um, almost every time do you get positive feedback about even people who were kind of. No, lots of times nurses have to. This is this is what we tell nurses and, and what I have told moms and dads many times. I've never had a mom say, gosh, I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. That's what I was But I've had a million moms that said, God, I wish I had. Yes. I've, I've not ever, I've not ever once. And we have had a situation one time where it was a religious belief that the family were like, they let us take one picture. We sent a photographer to the hospital. The babe, the, the photographer took one picture and, um, and we kept it, we held it. And it was seven years before they changed, they oh. changed religions. And they were so grateful to have that one picture because i saw a thing in here how else are you going to remember the yeah what's the face? website go ahead and give no. us the website name please the website is now i lay me down to sleep.org okay and so if we've got people out there that are involved in the NICU, pick you labor and delivery departments and maybe they're not familiar with the program that may be a good opportunity to reach out and see if they can start offering that um and then also for photographers um yeah. this would be good for kids that are maybe in school internships or you have to be you have to be a professional at this point. You you do have to get approved to be um to be <laughs> you do have to get approved to be a, a photographer with Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep. However, in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, um after years of after years of uh, coercion, um I have finally gotten them to make it to where you don't have to be a professional working photographer. That you just have to be talented and and willing to be trained. We have an amazing guest today. She is a realtor, just like I am. Her name is Tracy Clifton, but she is an amazing woman. She does something that very few people, very few of us could ever do this. Tracy, tell us a little bit more about Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep. Tell us a little bit more about that organization. It's just amazing. I'm reading about, it just has affected me tremendously. So tell us a little more about how we can help, how other people can help, what happens at the hospital if you're not available, and all the needs the needs of the families. So, um if um, if one of our photographers is not available at the hospital, then um, me and the other area coordinators, um, which is me right now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we go into the hospitals and, and we'll train um, the nurses on what they can, how they can take pictures, how they can help families. Um, you know, like, for instance, to, to use baby's name, to say baby's name and um, call mommy, mommy and daddy, daddy. Um, and, and how they can take pictures of, uh, everything that's in the room, not just the baby. And then they can send them to us and we will retouch those photographs and how to use anything they have on hand to, to take pictures. So our organization will train inside the hospitals. Um, I do in services for, for nurses, um, our photographers that are photographers that are, that think, Ooh, everyone thinks initially I could never do that. Um, and th- but then, you know, if it, it tugs on them and then they and it, it keeps coming back to them, it keeps coming back to them. I would say, you know, go onto the website, look at volunteering now and um, how it there's there's uh, quite a bit of information on the website about how you volunteer, how you donate, how the medical facilities can reach us, uh, the photographers that are available I just lost my train of thought. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> we were talking. Well, it was important that you tell people how to volunteer and how to donate. And I just donated. It's very easy. They, their website is actually very nice. Oh, so. you're so sweet, Billy. Yeah. We knew we had you here for a reason. Yeah. Because <laughs> we love you. Money. Well, you know, what's interesting is that the first time that I was a part of a hospital setting with the death involved was um, my, my last ex-husband <laughs> and uh, his his father. And we had gotten to the hospital and he decided he was going to pull everything. They were going to start the morphine. So I was taking pictures because that's right. I got 30,000 pictures on my phone. Mm-hmm. Everything's backed up. I take pictures of everything. So I'm taking pictures, him holding the hands, him together. And when I left, I had sent the pictures to my ex-husband and his sister. And the sister was so upset with me, right? So upset. How dare do I 
take pictures of somebody in this condition. He ends up passing the next day. Fast forward a couple weeks, I get the text. Thank you so much for taking these pictures. Right. This is, you know, it's it's awful to think of somebody at this time in their life, how they look like this. You don't want to remember them, but you're thankful that you have those pictures and you were a part of that moment. You have that hand holding picture and you have you were by his bedside. And so that's something where my mom passed in November and, you know, I, I have like a whole folder of just it's it's awful, but I look at it often. You right. Know? So right. I get it. Well, and pictures are um, pictures are how we hold our memories, right? And um, you know, I've I got a degree in photography in 1995 um, from the Art Institute of Dallas. But honestly, the uh, it was a picture that I took last February of a dad, um, and we were in a funeral home, and he had lost his twin boys, hmm. and um, both of them, and um, it was the and and my husband is is standing behind him with a light and. I, and, you know, and, and we're in a funeral home. It's it's you, there's that's one of the things when you look on the website and you see the pictures that we make, it doesn't look like we're in a funeral mm-hmm. home. It doesn't look like we're in a hospital. No. It, they they look like gorgeous gallery portraits. And these are the memories. Don't start reading the that stories. mom mm-hmm. and dad get to take home with them. And um, and 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 that's a, a beautiful image that's captured a life that's captured. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing. We're capturing an image of the life. We're not just recording death. Right. And I think people immediately think, like your your sister, right. why would you record death? Right. No, we're not. We're capturing the life. Mm-hmm. Because th- that instant is all we have. And what's funny that is that she took that photo of my ex-husband holding his father's hand and had an artist sketch it out. Mm-hmm. And so she had it framed and it's displayed in, in his house now. It's real nice. So. Tell us about the uh, care packages. Yes. Because the care packages that are on the website. For donation, yeah. yeah. What is yes. that? Yes, and so the um, parents or grandparents or you know other family members can buy these. And, and everything that you buy in the store donates to the organization, but then also gets your family member who's suffered the loss. It also gets them into the organization so that they can be a part of the walks that, that take place. Um, and, and not, we are not only in Texas, we are nationwide and in 11 countries. And so the, um, getting your family member, a part of the organization, because it's, it's not just this moment of pictures, um, yes, those, those that is important. But then it's it's a lifetime of healing. Mm-hmm. This doesn't go away, and and especially when it happens on Christmas Day oh. or Mother's Day, it ne- you know February seventeenth fades into the background. March twenty sixth fades into the background. December twenty fourth never fades into the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um and so and 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 it's and it's real only. To mom and dad and, you know, getting them involved in the organization helps them move forward and heal and save marriages. And um, because the the loss of a child is like the second or third reason for divorce. And um, so it getting by buying the care packages, by getting them involved in the organization, you're you're helping them long term with care uh, for their for their hearts and for their souls. Are there resources on there as far as how to locate grief groups and support groups and things like that? Yes. Okay. Yes. And the um, once you get in, there's a there's a newsletter and then, you know, and then all of the local groups, Angel Wings and um, the, the grief mom groups, they all collaborate as well to get the word out, to get moms involved in with these with these different, you know, and, and 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 there's miscarriage and there's actual delivery of a newborn and there's you know and there's withdrawal of life support incompatible with life diagnosis they have groups tailored to the specific situation wow wow i was sitting there reading one of these stories and the way that this person wrote this story really tells the story of the expectations of pregnancy and about to have a baby and and the way she tells it just gives you goosebumps because you don't realize what they're going through in that moment. They find out their baby has passed and you read about all of her anxiousness and excitement and how she felt before and, and then how then she felt after. She yeah. has to give birth. Yeah. Or have a C-section. Yeah. 
So that was a good story. <laughs> I recommend people read the stories. <laughs> well, I think the biggest story to me is that it's life and in that moment, at that very moment, you'll never live it again. Right. But you will always remember it. Mm-hmm. And that's the most important. So I noticed that in some of the uh, uh, cities like Colorado, people knit little caps. Oh, I, I, this little caps for them. And uh, just, oh, my gosh, it makes you. Well, in Dallas, we are really, really fortunate that we do have a team of knitters. And um, they make us the cutest. They make us christening gowns and these oh. beautiful um, little caps and little cowboy hats <laughs> they really do they spend um they don't just they don't just find the yarn and, and knit hats they really go out of their ways to make sure it's um it's quality soft yummy yarn and and they and they come to our quarterly meetings and they find out from the photographers what is it you know what is it that you need like um they they make us these little envelopes for micro preemies um they make us um, cute little hats and and uh, little little bears and stuff for um, our uh, for our our big ones, our little chunkamunks that are you know eight or nine pounds. And um, yeah, they they do an extraordinary job. Uh, and and it was just a lady that I came across, and she was talking about how knitting was her um, her selfish private time. And I was like, listen, I can sanctify that for you. That's awesome. (laughs) So for volunteering, they can volunteer for grief. They can volunteer for pictures. They can volunteer for. Absolutely. We have community. Uh You know, if you don't think, oh, I can't take a picture of a a dead baby. Mm -hmm. Um, We have community volunteers. They help me organize um, things that go on in the community, getting the nurses trained. We have dispatch volunteers um, that cover our phones. Um, and, and, and return calls back to, to hospitals. Obviously we have photographer volunteers, which that is our greatest need in DFW right now is, is photographer volunteers. And then we have area coordinator volunteers, which are, we're kind of the, the team leaders and the, um, we're the hens that, that, you know, we, we take our chicks under our wings and, and, um, you know, get everybody to the finish line. So tell us a little bit about the person that started this organization. Um, Maddox's mom, Cheryl, um, she is, uh, in Colorado, I think it's Colorado Springs. Uh-huh. And, um, and they were w- one of the reasons that, um, yes, her husband was like, we need pictures right now. Mm-hmm. But one of the reasons that this organization was so important to her and she, and she tells this when she comes for recruiting is she shows the pictures that they took in the hospital. And she shows the red eyes, the swollen faces, and the and what color does versus what a professional photographer can do with yeah. black and white and digital retouch. And she says that is one of the things that is most important to her because it doesn't take away the loss, but it emits a, a memory and and a love and, 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 and it's soft focus and it's forgiving and you don't see red eyes and blotchy cheeks. Mm. You see beautiful moms and beautiful dads and beautiful babies. And, um, and our digital retouch artists are the best in the country. The, some of the things that, that they have been able to do. I, I have had one terrible mistake in my, now I lay me down to sleep career. And, um, one of our digital retouch artists fixed it. And we ended up with one image of of this oh. little one. Yes, but they saved the day. Yeah. Wow. So when we're touching, so if, if you're in the hospital and there's no photographer and a doctor takes the picture, they can send them to your to your organization. Yes, and correct? it doesn't matter if it's if it does if it's the nurses, if it's the doctor, if it's your sister in law. Um, we have a, a request for digital retouch artists. You can upload your images and our digital retouch artist We'll take those images awesome. and turn them into, into so not all portraits. is lost if it's a sudden thing and they can't get a hold of you guys, right? Okay. Right, or if there's not a volunteer available. Yeah, and the posing sometimes with the parent and the child it's it's just so heartbreaking. It really, really is. Just, and and we even have that on our website. Um, we have a posing guide for hospitals mm-hmm. on our website huh. that that families can use. I wish they would put it under the family section too, um, but they do have it under. Uh, the medical resources opposing guide for hospitals. So um, if for some reason your hospital hasn't offered it to you and a photographer's not available, you can go there and it helps you 
set up the posing because posing is a skill set that um, that definitely has to be learned. Oh, yes, I, I'm I'm looking at this picture, and it's unbelievable. Well, <clears throat> sorry. That's all right. You're listening to Alexander and Friends. We'll be back with Tracy Clifton. The show is brought to you by Roberto Perez, Miller Title. Our podcasts are brought to you by Old House Barbecue. Tracy Clifton with All City Real Estate. And uh, she's not only a realtor, but she's an amazing wife, mom, and a very wonderful community organizer, too. (laughs) So, Tracy, thank you so much for being here this evening. You have brought us, uh, I think even Billy over there is. What? Very uh, you, you uh, just, moved. You've got something to say. Get moved. it out. Just say moved. it. Moved. I am moved. moved. I was moved, moved at 1 a.m. when you finally you, sent me the email. <laughs> and, you don't, and you made a donation. So tell did. us a little bit about the donation. What does that donation do to for the organization? How do, you, how do they get paid for phone calls, everything else? So, well, the headquarters does have paid positions. And the donations, of course, help with the salaries of the nonprofit organization, but also to, they help to organize walks. They help to organize uh, volunteering and recruiting recruits for, for volunteering um, because everyone that everyone that's a part of getting pictures to families, we are all volunteers. So I see that the pictures you, when you design, you have like a little package that is given to the parents. The parents get a link to a, uh, a gallery, uh-huh. and those gallery that gallery has full resolution downloads for them. Um, and then our uh, we have partnered with Shootproof, and um, and then also with uh, professional labs, so that parents, if they want, can um, download if they you know if they want to buy a canvas image, um, they're going to get to use a professional lab, but they're not going to pay a they're not going to pay studio or gallery costs for that. They're going to pay lab prices um, to, to get that professional lab quality work. Wow. So tell us a little bit more how they can get hold of you to, to volunteer, to become, be photographers, to don't tell us a little bit about how, how people can get in touch with you besides mine real estate. They can call (laughs) me. (laughs) Um, So our email address is, N I L M D T S, which is now I lay me down to sleep dot DFW at gmail.com. And so basically it's nilmits dot DFW at gmail.com. And that's probably the easiest way to reach out. Um, if you're interested in a volunteering in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex and that, and that gets you literally straight to, to me, um, as the, the area coordinator, um, covering the Dallas, the Dallas side of Dallas Fort Worth and um temporarily covering the uh um temporarily covering the Fort Worth side of Dallas Fort Worth we do have um there is a volunteer group on Facebook um and it's at at Nilmitz volunteers um that you but if you if you search on Facebook now I lay me down to sleep you're going to see the public pages um all of our volunteers we are on private group pages, so they're not searchable because the information that we talk about is private on those pages, and we can't give out um, we can't give out information, but we do have to communicate uh, with each other. But our um, our Facebook presence and our Instagram presence is is um, is really well done. I think that that they do a really good job of of getting that out there. I'm reading here. Your organization is 16 years. Yes, and you have provided. Priceless gift of remembrance to over 50,000 families and counting. Mm-hmm. Wow. What an amazing organization. It's hard to say that how can you do this when you lose a baby, but what an amazing thing that you keep this memory. Of course, it's alive in your in your heart always, but to be able you, to see his picture. I would recommend this now to people. I'd never thought of it before, but... If something like this happens and no one's brought it up, I'd be happy to mention it. Now, do they it. have things where it's not infant? Do they have organizations out there that do end-of-life photography, too? Yes, yes, they do. They do. Ours is specifically newborn, mm-hmm. never left the hospital. Okay. Never had the opportunity to go and have pictures made. Mm-hmm. And and that is... um. And that is our gift specifically. But yes, there are a couple of different organizations that, um, you know, for hospice, 
um, yes. you know, for hospice care, that, that is really important. Yeah. Um, there are different organizations and I apologize. I don't have those. Oh, um, no worries. That's okay. With I, me. But then there are also two um, accident. There's an organization and I think they're called Angel Wings. Angel Wings for and, accidents. Yeah. Yes. Like if there is an accident or a loss that they will come in to NICUs and PICUs and um, and they will yeah. do photographs and bring um, little gift boxes. For There's a lot of support with anything child related <sighs> medical. Well, adults, my, you know, hospice. My husband was in hospice and we I had something similar done like this for his family and I still can't see it. I, won't, I haven't been able to open, open it, it yet. No, 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 no. And that's what we tell moms, uh, moms and dads, too. You don't ever have to open it. But when you're ready, mm-hmm. it's there. And yeah. I still, I mean, after 12 years, because when I started this organization, we were delivering CDs of images. And um, and I remember my very first one, um, Autumn Nevaeh. Um, I still have her images on CD. And they're in my husband's safe in our house. On a CD <laughs> waiting. Yeah. Or, and, yeah. and, you know, and as we, you know, as the years went by and we, and we got, um, associated with shoot proof and then now we can upload them, you know, to, yeah. to galleries. And I think one thing we need to remember, we talk, we celebrate life. Yes. Not death. Right. So those pictures are life. Yes. Right. And I'm yes. sorry. No, no, you're right, just, Alexandra. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. It is. Yeah. That is one of the things that I do know about volunteering. Um, I, there are times when I go in and I cry all the way through mm. a session. Mm. And then there are times when I go in and, and truly it's like watching myself do a job. What God yep. wants you to do. Yeah. And, and, and I'm just equipped for whatever reason to do that job. And I'm really fortunate that my husband being a firefighter paramedic, um, he understood the, the emotional and the compassion fatigue that mm. happens as volunteers and um and he began to volunteer with me and so um he would he now comes whenever he's not yeah. at the station what an amazing and he family will just you know i have pictures of him like under a black t- just holding yep. and posing oh. and helping you know helping to do stuff but it really does help when you have a partner that you that can do it with you and then you can debrief when you leave because compassion fatigue is is a real it's, is yeah. a real thing i think that's why your training is so extensive Okay. <laughs> I think that's why your training would be so extensive is so that you can walk into those rooms and not let the emotions affect your job. Right. Well, right. And it's, it's definitely an emotion filled thing, but it's, it's just like with a, um, a firefighter, you know, they'll tell you that the hardest job they do every day is decide what to eat because everything else they do is so practiced. Yes. And this is the exact same kind of thing. Perfect. Every single situation is different. Every family is different. Every baby is different. Every culture is different. Every hospital is different. different. And you don't know what you're walking into. But by going through that training and being prepared, you do the same thing. Walk in, meet baby, take care of mom and dad. And deliver. Are you taught to also take control a little bit when you get to those rooms? Um, I do. I teach my photographers how to be in charge um, because we do get left a lot and we're not supposed to be left. We're supposed to have a either medical professional or a parent with us, but they don't know the rules. We know the rules that our organization has set in place for us. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we do have to walk in and just say, hey, this is what we're going to do. The very first thing we do is say, I'm Tracy with now I lay me down to sleep. And did you ask them to call us? Yeah. You know, because because sometimes people are uncertain if they really do want this. They don't know that they want it. And the nurses has maybe taken a chance that. And, you know, and so that's the yeah, very first question. That would be that me, I, too. I'd probably call you without asking. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I would well, hope that you'd be able to pitch it to them. And, right. Yeah. And, and the nurses do a great job. Like I said, you know, I've, I've never I've never had a mom say, I'm sorry, I did that. But I've met I've met hundreds of moms that say, I wish I had or yeah. I wish that had been available to me when I lost, you know, when I had my loss. How long have you been doing this? Tracy? I've been doing it for 12 years. Wow. Well, this evening has been just uh, touching, very touching, just to find people that like you that are willing to help other people. 
because that's what you do. You help parents, and that's very important. And I'm sorry, but well, there's plenty of help. Babies for are, out are there. very important. Oh yeah. Yes, that's, yes, yes. I love babies. These pictures are tough. I know that the one stories. little boy on that oh. picture I showed you. That story I was reading. Oof. So everybody has to go, jump into that website, look at it, and just think about how precious life is. And if you cannot understand that, then you got a serious situation. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here this Thank evening. Thank you for and, having and, me. And uh, you're a great realtor, too. So let everybody know about your real estate number and give you a call. And uh, tell us a little bit your phone number and how to get hold of you. Oh, okay. Um, this is for your real estate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, for real estate, my phone number is 469-358-3008. Again, that's 469-358-3008. And my website is tracyclifton.com. And then what's the website for the photography? The website for the photography is nowilaymedowntosleep.org. You're listening to Alexandra and Friends 660 The Answer. Please go back and listen to, check on our Facebook, Alexandra and Friends 660. Or our website, alexandraandfriends.com. Sorry, I'm giving you. You're giving out your real real estate estate website. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just remind you, last week we had an amazing uh, show with um, Candy Robinson. Oh, Summers. No. Robinson. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Summers. I'm sorry. Robinson is the family. I'm so sorry. Robinson's the other family. <laughs> no, Robinson was her dad's supposed to and, be family. Yeah, yeah, and the other, yeah. Yeah. Candy, Candy Summers. I'm Just sorry. a good story. With Interesting story. We had Candy Summers with Best Way Organization, which is a, a uh, organization that feeds children in Liberia, and they do oh an amazing job, but the story at the end of the of our show was the father who was given away to another family at the time he was born. And, oh, my gosh, 70 years, and he didn't know that he was living in the wrong house at the wrong time. And you must go to Alexander and Friends 660 and listen to our podcast on that story because we even had a TV station call me. They want to do a story on this because, can you imagine, live 70 years in a home Crazy. with a family, yeah. and that was not your and family. And he started that organization for the Liberian children. Yes, so yes, that's yes, wonderful. yes, and yeah. amazing. And the daughter is amazing, Candy Summers, and she took it on her own to go and find all this information. She dug in. She dug that in, and she's still story. digging in. Yes. She told that story very well. I very was hooked well. the whole time. Yes, yeah. and they've gotten to meet their other family. They're all their uh, brothers and sisters. And, wow. And which they're all is, good. And they're all good. They're, they're all, all good people. Very and, good people, yeah. yeah. So anyway... You're listening to Alexander Friends 660 The Answer. We bring life, health, wealth, and love conversations of all people from all walks of life. We invite you to join us every Saturday night at 10 p.m. on 660 The Answer. Have a good evening. Hey, soy Jose Guillén, dueño de All House Barbecue y patrocinamos el show de Alejandra y Friends. Nuestros dos lugares están en Carrollton y Louisville. Nuestra página web es allhousebarbecue.com. Vengan a vernos. You've been listening to Alexandra and Friends, the podcast. Reach out to us on Facebook at Alexandra and Friends or write us an email, alexandraandfriends660 at gmail.com. Be sure to mark us as one of your favorite podcasts so you never miss an episode. Come celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. Jump in the VR simulators to ride Santa's jet-powered sleigh. Or fly over frozen landscape in the Great Glacier Race. Enjoy special deals and discounts at the museum store and cafe every Saturday in December from 3 to 5. And bring your out-of-town friends and family, too, because admission and parking are free. Celebrate the holidays at the National Army Museum. A full list of holiday fun is at usarmymuseum.org. That's usarmymuseum.org.